Welcome to another episode of Talking Nerdy in the Bedroom with just me. No, Corey, no Mike, but this is Die Design. Cause fuck those guys. No. Uh, no, I just, I watched the show. They haven't watched it yet. And I wanted to talk about it while it's fresh in my mind. And I know that this will probably air sometime when I'm out of town or they're not available, but whatever. I figure I might as well do it now, especially seeing as I just recorded the Heels episode and it was very quick because they canceled Heels. You'll, you'll, you should have already listened to that. If not, feel free to go back. Because again, I don't know when this is going to air. But this episode that I'll be doing solo is actually about a Showtime show called Yellow Jackets. This is a show that just finished its second season this summer. Uh, it's a show that I heard about right away and did not watch. Uh, I kept hearing about some show about a plane crash and surviving and it being like a bit of a thriller mystery supernatural um type show and it kind of sounded interesting but i didn't really jump on the bandwagon and then i kept hearing about it and then i heard that the second season was coming out and i was like all right maybe i'll watch it maybe i won't i keep hearing about it and then when the second season got a couple episodes in i started as like screw it i'll start watching the first episode i started watching like i got halfway through and then something happened. I don't know if I had to go somewhere, if somebody showed up. Don't remember. So I kind of forgot about the show for a few more weeks afterwards. And I was like, shit, I need to go back to that. So once I finally got through the first episode, um, the show hooked me enough to want me to keep going. It wasn't one of those shows where I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. But it laid enough breadcrumbs to try to get to different mysteries and different uh avenues for characters where i was kind of like oh i wonder where they're gonna go with this or i wonder what's gonna happen to them or what did that mean um it was enough to want me to keep going it wasn't a show where if i couldn't watch it right away that i would have been uh upset and there was tons of other times i watched other things or just didn't feel like watching it but especially when I hit about the second season, a couple episodes in, uh, I was more like, okay, I need to know what's going on. I need to know what's going on. I need to know what's going on, which is weird because they ruin kind of the, the, some of the, the mystery of season one, like right away in season two. Um, spoilers, by the way, if you guys haven't watched this show, I'd recommend it. Otherwise I'm going to ruin a bunch of things. Um, so anyway, this the whole premise behind the show is this soccer team from the 90s uh, was in a plane crash and they were going to nationals. And yeah, they were in a plane crash and it's all women's team. There were some men on the flight, but there were coaches or coaches, kids, um, plane crashes, all the coaches, but one die. And he's got like, ends up, getting half his leg amputated and then they end up um there's two other kids that are there i think they're the coach's kids i'm pretty sure that they're the coach's kids um and but the coach dies he doesn't die on impact he's like stuck in a tree so they try to get him out but then he dies one of the girls there her name is misty she ends up finding the black box but she ended up destroying it because she's a bit of a outcast even though she's on the soccer team nobody really likes her because she's weird her adult version is played by christina ricci which throughout the whole show i was pretty sure it was christina ricci but something in me was just like 
I don't think that's Christina Ricci. Like it should be, but I don't know if she that's her. Um, but while doing this podcast and grabbing some information from it, I did confirm that was her. I could have confirmed that forever ago, but whatever. So anyway, uh, so she destroys the the black box, so they have no idea where they are or how to get to them, and she does that because people are relying on her because she took some like CNA type classes in uh, high school, and they end up like relying on her to help with certain people's uh, injuries. She helps the coach uh, who is now down to one leg, so she ends up like becoming the the person they rely on at least initially to help with this stuff and she likes that feeling so yeah she kind of screws them all over and then they go through uh like staying at the crash site for a while but then like quite a few weeks go by and no one's come so they need to go find like fresh water they need to go find potential shelter so they end up going um to uh around finding some water from the water they end up finding a cabin where they stay in um and they survive for months within that cabin and you don't get like every single day from the first season or even the second you kind of get like weeks at a time and it's it's interesting to see the dynamics between these different girls um of how like the friendships play out from when they were at school to now when they're here in this stressful weird situation um during the summertime things are things aren't great but things are definitely better like it's it's easier to find food with a couple of them hunting it, it's easier obviously to be able to go wash yourself because of the lake um but then it gets to winter time especially in the second season um and you see like them kind of like dive more into madness and hunger um and very similar to the is that the Donner party is that what it was called or the well the Dahmer there's that but I can't remember the n- name of the the plane that crashed but there's a good thing I have a pause button because I'm gonna look it up real quick and just like that I am back recording um so the Euregan Euregan I don't know it's not it's not Norwegian but it's Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571 is the one that crashed, and then the only way that they survived was cannibalism, and this uh, TV show ends up doing that as well. Uh, So they don't eat each other until one of their classmates ends up um, dying, being frozen alive by sleeping outside, and then all of a sudden it like snows and snows a lot, so she freezes to death. And they're trying to burn her, uh, burn her corpse rather than burying it. And this is some of the supernatural stuff of the show where kind of like the forest comes alive and it knocks a bunch of um, snow off trees that lands on top of the body and there's fire underneath it. So it's like putting like a a pig, like burying a pig in the ground when there's coals underneath it and it will cook it. It kind of did that to the body. And because they're so hungry and because they're kind of going a bit mental, they end up eating her, uh, eating their their classmate. And it is a kind of funny, kind of horrific scene to watch. And then in their minds, because they're going crazy too, like 
to them, it's like a bit of a feast as well. Like if they were sitting down in a normal setting and having like a giant Thanksgiving dinner, um, only the coach that lost half his leg doesn't eat it. Um, doesn't eat anything and like very freaked out by all of them eating it once he finds out, uh, or eating the classmate and then thinks that he's going to be next. Um, but there, there's this character called Lottie in the show, and she has some premonitions when she was a kid, and then even now, and then she kind of speaks to the forest or listens for the forest to speak to her, and and does a few weird things that are like somewhat supernatural or sketchy. Um, they dive more into it in the second season than the first. And it's one of the reasons I kind of like the first a little bit more because it didn't seem much supernatural, supernatural. It seemed more about them. And sure, there was a couple weird things that happened, but nothing that couldn't be fully explained until the second season. Then a lot of shit started happening that you can't explain without the supernatural. Um, but, so one of the main parts of the show that I haven't even mentioned yet is the fact that so you get the 90s aspect of it, but you also get the fast forward or the flash forward or the that actually might be a flashback. You might get present day. So we're in 2022, 2023, and you get the characters like 20, 30 years later as they're adults dealing with uh, all the shit that they did while they were on that um or from the plane crash for like 18 to 24 months, however long it was. Um, but now they're adults now. And then somebody has found out about their, their secret and they're threatening to expose them. Turns out to be one of the husbands of one of the main characters. Um, so that was a little bit of a letdown of that. Um, then there was this big, uh, suspenseful, one of the guys that made it back from the, um, from the crash ends up, uh, hanging himself, and it's like a big mystery because there was some supernatural symbol out in the woods, and then that symbol was around him uh, when he died, so it became like, ooh, okay, did somebody kill him? Did the woods kill him, or did somebody else come back that they didn't know about that killed him? Nope. No, he just had a feeling and needed to get close to death to try to talk to the forest, I guess. Um... And one of the um, people, Lottie, was there with him and tried to help him, but then he ended up dying um, instead of coming back to life because the remote didn't work. Ugh, it is just, that was a letdown, such a letdown. You find that out in like the first or second episode of the new season. That was kind of like a big, like, ooh, what, what's happened here type of moment. And then, yeah, you kind of lose that right away, and that kind of sucked. Um, but... So as you progress through the the second season, there's a little bit more like intrigue, but nothing as gripping, at least to me, from the first season. But it's enough now that I care about the characters that I'm very interested to see where they go. There's um, another character in the show who like kind of sleepwalks, but her sleepwalking identity is very aware of like the forest. Um, not really sure how that works. Um, so she, uh, I think her name is, oh uh, God, Tawny? Is that, or I don't know how you pronounce her name. Um, but she ends up being like this, um, this person, uh, she's like gets elected as a state senator in, in the future. Um, but while she's out on the, 
when they crash, she has this alter sleepwalking personality that's able to find stuff over there. And then when she's going through the stress of everything here, uh, becoming a state senator 30 years later, she ends up sleepwalking again. She ends up killing like her and her lovers and her kid's dog um, and like putting its head on like a mantle, um, bunch of other shit that is just was a little bit interesting. I'm curious to see where they go with it. Um, especially like to me, they seem to be leading about going back to the forest. Like think of lost and then they get off the Island and then the Island keeps calling them back. And then eventually they end up going back like that to me, seems to be where this might be headed of them going back to the forest. I don't understand it. Um, I definitely thought as I was watching this show, it was going to be, and they could still do this, but there was going to be someone that they left there who is still there or trying to get them back. But it seems more like the supernatural presence. When they left, that presence left with them. I don't know where the fuck it's been for the last 30 years, but now it's like back and wreaking havoc on them. Um, they end up, um, one of the things that they do while they commune with the forest once they become so hungry and obviously they killed uh, or they ate one of their classmates, then they decided like now it's time to that somebody else has to die so they can eat them so they can survive. They end up picking one and then she runs off. And then when she's running off, someone tries to help her and then he dies. And because he dies, they eat him. Um, and then they elect the person they were going to kill as, like, now now their new leader. Doesn't make much sense. But they do that, and there's supposed to be this, like, supernatural slash godly presence in the, in the woods, and that's come back, and now they have to, they'd end up doing that again. Uh, after, like, everybody comes back together, they decide they're going to have to have one of them die, and ends up getting... One of the girls ends up getting picked, and then through a bunch of circumstances, another of the girls dies, and then now maybe everything's going to be happy again for a while because they sacri- one of them sacrificed themselves, even though they didn't. She just ended up dying. Um, well, she did jump in front of the other person to save her, so maybe she did technically sacrifice herself. But anyway... Uh, like, is their lives going to go back to being good now because they made the sacrifice? Does it continue being bad? So, like, that part I'm a little bit interested in to see where the third season, like, goes with this. Because um, they did introduce, like, they, they fleshed out a few more characters. In the second season, they introduced more characters that were still alive. In the In the first season, it only appeared, like, four of them were still alive. Um, and that's it. Like, it seemed like everybody else died. I think that was the intention to make it seem like the other ones didn't make it back. And maybe that was the idea to begin with. And then the second season, they said, screw it. We're adding more people to come back because it's better for our story. Um, but in the second season, you see, like, the majority of them get off the, uh, or I keep wanting to say get off the island, like, lost. But no, they get away from the forest. They get rescued. And they get to live their lives, even though you don't really get to see it, except for, like, out of the four-person's point of view initially. And then in the second season, you get to learn about, I think it's just two more, really. Um, So you get to hear about, like, their lives a little bit, where one of them basically went to a psych ward um, 
for a, quite a while and then basically became a like guru slash cult leader. And then another one, you know, got into drugs, it seems, and was taking care of her sick mother and then basically is just leading a, a life full of debt. Um, so not too much interesting for both of them, minus, I guess, I guess the cult part, because that kind of plays into it uh, a lot in the second season, because they end up going back to her and she starts having visions again. So anyway, um, I'm not sure exactly what the the end goal for this show is. Is it to battle the forest? Is it to just keep showing the inner struggles with all these characters from who they were in the forest to who they are in the real world? Because um, there's a lot of people that will do drastic things if the situation calls for it when there's nobody around. When there's people around or society norms, obviously people don't usually do those things. And it seems like some of the characters in this show from what they're showing are struggling with that. Like they, they kind of thrived a bit, even though it was probably miserable with hunger and with, um, not having the luxuries you have when you live in the real world. Um, the freedom that came along with being out there and needing to kind of depend on yourself so that you could get food, water, uh, firewood so you could take care of yourself. Um, and just this, this ability to survive, rather than just adhering to literally what society tells you to do. I have to do this, I have to do this, uh, or the responsibilities that come along with living your life in general anyway. So I'm not sure what they're, like it does clearly seem to be that they're showing that. I just don't know what the end result is going to be. Like is there supposed to be this big reveal type of situation, which it's going to be very hard to in this show, especially because there's not that many twists left unless they introduce a new one, which they could. Um, I feel like the kind of the best shows I, I already talked about loss, but I'm going to go back to loss. Um, and loss is obviously a whole different show about purgatory, but not purgatory. Um, where they just kept introducing new mysteries almost in every episode and definitely in every season. And it kind of kept you coming back for more. And that's why when it started going off the rails, people were still watching it because they were just hooked in everything that was going on and very invested in the characters. And this show had some of those elements. um, And it's definitely more interesting kind of seeing what was going on in the forest at the time, more than seeing what's going on in the real world because you're, you're kind of seeing everything play out and how the some of these kids are turning into like Lord of the Flies kids um, rather than like keeping their wits about them. The only adult that's out there seems to have his wits more about him than any of the kids, um, except that he's one legged. So he can't really keep as much control over them as he would like. Um He's also secretly gay, which you find out in the second season. I think it's the second season. Maybe it's the first. Um, And then he tries to kill himself because he just can't handle being out there anymore. And obviously dealing with everybody that's, you know, being a cannibal. And then they have this side secret religion type of cult mentality some of them do. Um, So, yeah, there's, there's all those different... Uh, tro- I don't want to call it a trope, but all those things that they're kind of exploring within this that makes it more interesting for for what happened out there, which I think 
if I'm trying to get somebody excited about this show, I'm more telling them about the plane crash and then the kids uh, struggling to survive and then eventually going into cannibalism. Um, I'm probably staying away from the supernatural elements and I'm staying away from talking about the the present day stuff. I, I would mention that obviously you get to see both sides, the the past, and then you get to see kind of what happened in the future with them. But until they really commit to the more supernatural aspect of the show, like to me, it's more interesting everything else that happened. And I, I understand that sounds probably weird because when you watch the show, it definitely has those supernatural elements that have been throughout through the whole show, um, dived heavily into towards the end of season one and then a lot of season two. Um, but yeah, for me, it was, it was the other stuff that was more interesting. It was less about, less about the supernatural stuff, just cause I don't know if it really, I don't think the show really needed it. Um, you could have just done this show with these girls being put, um, in this forest, away from everybody, and dealing with that. Then, and I have no problem with the blackmail storyline from the from the season, but it's not. Um, you didn't need it to be a supernatural type of blackmail. Um, it could have just been the cannibalism aspect. It could have just been that some of them killed the other ones while they were out there, Lord of the Flies style. Like, that would have been enough for people to be embarrassed about what happened out there because most people don't just openly admit to shit like that, even though it might have been kill or be killed. It might have also been, hey, we need to survive, so we eat this person. Um, So the supernatural aspect of it, when you're only going to kind of, like, touch on it here or there or use it as... Sometimes it seems to be used as a safety blanket. Like, if they can't explain something or they want to push the plot along, that's what they rely on. I just don't think it needs it. It really doesn't. Like, it hasn't added that much to the show, except for initially where they had a couple mysteries, but those weren't super... Neither one were supernatural related. Um, so, yeah. Those were my thoughts on... The, the initial show so far. Now, what I'll say for season three, for what I'm hoping for, because season two ends, uh, like I said, with one of the main characters dying, um, but you've just introduced two other main characters. One of them, though, is dying of cancer, and she's going to be dead soon anyway, so I was surprised she didn't die in the end of season two. But back on the... or back at the forest... During the timeline that's moving forward, there, uh, the the place that they, the shelter they found that they were staying in for months and like halfway through the winter, uh, ends up burning down. And there's no explanation, at least right now, of why it burned down. But it definitely burnt down, and then it becomes okay. How are these girls gonna survive? So that part I'm a little bit interested in, of how they're now gonna make it because it's still winter. So not only do they need food, um, but now they need shelter because that's that's gone. The show does have a, a little bit of a tendency for things to go up in flames. Uh, there was a girl. The this cabin that they found was owned by a guy who owned a plane. Um, he eventually shot himself. They don't explain why he shot himself, but he eventually did shoot himself. Um, 
and he had a plane. So one of the girls used to fly a plane with her grandfather. She never actually flew it. Um, read up on the manual, and she's like, "The only way I, we're gonna get out of here is if I, you know, fly away." So she takes it up. She gets the plane off the ground, starts going, and then her stuffed animal just randomly sets ablaze again. Part of that's a supernatural thing, and then. There's more fire, and then the plane blows up. Now, I would assume that they're saying that was the supernatural thing keeping her from leaving. Um, less, like, I'm sure they could probably explain it, that there was some type of mechanical failure, and the first place that it, like, she saw the flames, was it on the seat next to her? But that's a weak excuse. Um, but anyway, so if we take the cabin out of it for season three... Where where do you stay? Like, where do you go? These aren't people that... I mean, they could probably make a makeshift shelter at this point, but it's not going to be, like, the place they were staying in. So does that dive them deeper into madness? Does that dive them deeper into this um, religion-slash-cult thing with the forest? I don't know. It, it, it definitely seems to be leading that way, because there is a scene in the first episode... I think it's the very first scene you see is one of the characters running away from the other characters. Doesn't show you who it is, um, but they eventually uh, like they fall into a pit and land into a bunch of um, sticks and spikes, I believe. Um, And it definitely seems like that's a trap and then they're going to eat that person. Um, And then they kind of like have a bit of a ritual um, with one of the one of the girls like heading it up, although it doesn't exactly show you who it is. You now have an idea in season two as one of the girls is now like they think their leader or the force has chosen her. So it could be her. But again, they didn't show it. Um, but I'm interested to see where they go in, in, in that sense. And then for the adult version, I, I mentioned earlier that one of the characters died and that's how they used to decide before. Um like the force had to decide someone to die. And then once they died, things would get better. So is that what happens? Or um, do we have another time jump? Does it continue going from where it is? I I don't know. Um, Again, less interested on that side, but I am interested just to see where they go and if they can make it compelling. Um, Now that they have the other characters, are they going to have to try to sacrifice somebody else again? Um, are all the characters going to start seeing the, the forest that's like represented by this person wearing antlers with like a, it's not a sheet or a shawl, like think of a wedding veil type thing, like over its face, like that, that presence has shown up a few times throughout the show. And some of the characters have seen it slash talk to it, especially Lottie, um, so, is there, are we going to get more with that? Are we just going to learn that all these characters are fucking crazy because of everything traumatic that happened to them? Probably. Um, or are we going to like get confirmation of the supernatural? There's a lot of things that they could do. Um, and it's, this show is, I think I mentioned earlier, but it's on Showtime. So, they have a lot of ability to, they don't have to worry about network sensors. They don't have to worry about, are they going too crazy for... Like certain audiences, like this to me, minus it's not the the greatest acting in the world. It's not the greatest story in the world. Like if I think of 
uh, of a Game of Thrones type of show, at least in, initially in the first few seasons. Like, but this show for a Showtime show is in that vein of having like a decent enough story, decent enough acting where you're it, it's compelling and it's a show that probably couldn't or wouldn't be put on regular network TV. So you you get that freedom with it, and they've done good stuff with that for the most part. Like the the horrific slash funny slash whatever scene where they're eating one of their classmates is a perfect example of you wouldn't get to that level of um, viciousness and that level of hunger um, when you see them like ripping the flesh off the bones if it was on regular network TV. Um, so. Again, I think there's there's definitely promise for this show moving forward. I'll definitely be interested in season three. It's not something like the second it comes out that I'll want to watch. I'll probably wait for a few episodes to air before starting watching it or potentially the whole season and then run through it so I can kind of like see what happens without waiting. Um, I definitely recommend it, though. If you're looking for some type of show, if, if you like Supernatural shows or a hint of Supernatural shows, this this could be the show. If you like the premise of uh, a plane crash, um, then this could also be it, so you can see that survivalness of it. If you're a giant feminist that's like, women should be on all everything, like this show is... 90 to 95 percent female and they all do really good in it like this is one of those things that feels more earned than some of the other things that are just like we're women so we're doing this now too um this is earned because the show is all about them and it's yeah it's really well done and it's more about the writing and the writing is about them so so it works out so if you're if you're into that stuff that's also a show for you or if you're just looking for something that's different, that's going to kill the time, that's um, not your same old kind of show that you get all the same time with like a procedural cop drama or just some random comedy. Like this is a show that has elements of everything, um, but without being too focused on one specific thing besides for the relationship between the kids. Um, so it's more of a drama than anything in my mind with supernatural elements. But anyway, it's it's a good show. It's definitely worth the watch. You won't don't think you'll regret watching it if you can get into it. Um unless you're Corey. I think he tried to watch the first episode and never got through it, but I do that with a lot of TV shows until I finally give it a chance and then it was like, okay, I don't know why it took me so long to get there. AKA The Office, AKA Always Sunny in Philadelphia, AKA I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones too. Um but yeah, so Yellow Jacket season one and two is on Showtime. Recommend watching it when the third season comes out. I'm sure I'll do another solo review of it. Um, again, don't know when this airs, so I have no idea what episode's going to come next, but I'm sure it'll be something. I'm sure there'll be at least one nerdy guy sitting in this room talking. If not two, if not three, oh God, we could even have four. Who knows? Um, so yeah, stay tuned and uh, check us out next week. Yeah.